Welcome back to Unapologetically Candid, it's your man Damon. In today's episode, we have local Atlanta sketch comedy group, new up-and-coming all-female sketch comedy troupe, Fine China Comedy is in the building. Ladies, how y'all doing today? Great. Great. Yeah, happy to be here. Yeah? Tell Thank the people you. about yourselves. Introduce yourselves. All right. Um, I'm Candice. I am mostly the, um, I would say, the, the musical inspiration behind Fine China. I write a lot of the songs, and um, and then here and there I do some other stuff behind the scenes. Yeah, and social media, and yeah, social media. Yeah, tech, <laughs> you know, I'm like, Candace, what am I doing? Set dresser. <laughs> yeah. Kind of um, jack of all trades of it, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm Amanda. I primarily act, um, before getting together with Candace, Tatiana, and Sailor are the other core members of the group. Um, uh, yeah, act is kind of what I've been doing, but... Um, since we've been getting together, we'll throw around ideas for sketches, mm. and um, when it comes to yeah, set and dressing this set or finding locations, finding mm-hmm. more people, uh, kind of help with that as well. Oh, okay, so. great. So mm-hmm. it's uh, everybody all hands on deck kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's beautiful. So, so how did Fine China come about? I mean, I guess that was mostly started. It's uh, the child of Tatiana Zapardino. Um, she's the founder and the, the head writer for it. And, uh, she wanted to find a way to promote women in Atlanta, um, behind and in front of the camera. So she wanted to just start this group of all female, um, comedians, musicians, writers, you know, DPs, everything in the film community that could be represented and to just put out funny sketches. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I can't really add to that. <laughs> That's pretty much it. Yeah, because I knew I met you through Tatiana. Yes. Um, I knew Tatiana just through the film community here in Atlanta. I mean, it's big, but it's also small. Mm. If you know what I mean. Um, but yeah. Tati and I had done this indie thing. We were in a scene together, and then we ended up in classes together, like a year later, and then. I met up with him at Highwire because mm-hmm. I was just doing classes there. Um, Highwire Comedy Company, um, they have a lot of sketch and improv teams there at the theater. But um, yeah, so Tatiana's like, hey, you want to? I'm thinking about just getting together. We just want to create some good art, just fun art, you know? And it's been, you know, and we were talking about this before the podcast, just what a learning experience it is. Yes. Yeah. Like to approach projects always as an actor. But then to kind of switch and be on the other side and the full scope of putting even a two-minute sketch together, how daunting that can be sometimes. It's um, a lot of work. Mm-hmm. When you're, you're trying to plan it out and, you know, who's available and, you know, working with very low budget, if no budget, <laughs> <laughs> to accomplish it. But. Working on the currency of favors and things like that. Mm-hmm. I, can, exactly. uh, I can only imagine. Yeah. So. so why all female? Well, I know you said you want want more opportunities for more women and things like that, but mm-hmm. um, the driving force behind that as being why not just have everything be all incorporated, like mostly I mean, female, maybe male, things like that. Could we do work with guys? Yeah, we mm-hmm. do work with guys. we do work with guys. We do. We have guys in our sketches. A lot of them are, you know, our our DPs, our sound guys. So they make up, you know, our crew and some extras here and there. But um, I mean, really, it's because 
were inspired as a group by you know women actors and comedians you know like tina fey and kate mckinnon and um amy poehler amy poehler yeah we can we could go down that list Mm -hmm. forever Mm -hmm. um but yeah a lot of that is to do with that it's just you know wanting to represent yeah. Wanting to represent those women. By the way, if you ever need a light skinned guy for a skit or anything like that, <laughs> let me know. We will. I will yeah. make myself available. <laughs> but no, that's fantastic. Really? So, I mean, I don't just, I don't just say fucking jump out the window. Just have everything all female. Why not that? Be like be like Death Row at the Source Awards. <laughs> you want any men all in your videos, all on your writing credits. <laughs> Come to find China. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. I mean,. I think it, it's better to, you know, keep it open mm. um, to because it's really about the film community in Atlanta in general. Um, we want to yeah. support strong people that aren't un, as well known. Um, but it is, you know, the strength of the women. Like, for instance, uh, we got to go to uh, what was that? Ladies night? Ladies night at the village, in, uh, yeah, village, the village theater. theater. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, you know, every month uh, they do this screening of you know sketches and um and they show people who have you know submitted their entries and so ours got shown and it was actually kind of cool to see that we were the only females pretty much represented in the whole thing all of the sketches were all male and then another sketch besides ours had one of our friends in it uh-huh. um but she i mean it was all male besides her wow so um i think it's actually a need in a sense to show that there are strong women in atlanta and in the film community that are funny absolutely because yeah. i mean even on the indie scene there's not really too many females behind the scenes or behind the camera not really and yeah. i feel like um there's some directors i can't think of their names the late that movie Good Dick I think and I think it's going to be a series on Netflix what's her name I don't know I should should I'm terrible I am terrible at knowing female directors and writers that is very true besides like you know who we just named (laughs) (laughs) come on now y'all gotta represent for your people now you can't do that (laughs) um but I just yeah just the fact that you know the the Atlanta film community is so up and coming and there's so many people here who want to create stuff sure i mean and there's you know opportunities um so many networks and movies are filmed here and to work on those projects are reality but there's still so many more people who are not working on those that mm. are creative and um since i've i've been in Atlanta and being in in classes, going to acting classes and things like that. One of the things, the recurring thing that I hear from everybody is like, make your own stuff. You know, if you're not yeah. getting roles, you don't. You just make your own stuff or just start whatever. It. And um, yeah, with all the resources there are now, that's what we were talking about too before this. Um, you know, shooting your own stuff and editing it is a reality now you know and just throw it up on the internet it's you know it's possible you don't have to have thousands and thousands of dollars like it seemed like you used to like you know or a video camera with their phones now yeah (laughs) you can use your phone so all that technology is becoming much more accessible to create stuff and to do stories and and so um that's kind of how i went when tatiana approached me i was like oh this is a kind of a cool opportunity yeah to make my own stuff or contribute in mm. some way of being original. Also, know? it looks good on a resume. It, yeah, yeah, I mean, do I have this on my resume yet? 
I don't know. <laughs> should. Mine I always should. seems to be an accident. Um, kind of like like theater. I, I did musical theater all through high school. And um, that was that the only reason why that happened was because uh, I was going to a certain high school. And then right after ninth grade, my mom was like, oh, we're moving. You're not going to be able to go to the same school. And I like cried about it. And then I was like, ah, whatever. I guess I have to go to another school. And so towards the end of the year, when they have you fill out those, like all your, you know, what you're going to take the next year and your electives and all that stuff, I just picked anything. And, uh, and then my mom worked really hard the whole summer to make sure that I could stay at my same school. Oh. I didn't know that. Oh. And so I got to stay at my high school. And so my first day of 10th grade, I'm like, musical production workshop. Uh <laughs> what's that? Yeah. <laughs> and then I got there and I found out it was theater. And so that was kind of an accident. And the same thing with Tati. I just was playing a show and she just was afterwards like, do you want to join my sketch team? And I was like, yes, don't know what that is, but yes. I love how she just recruited y'all like, yeah, the Avengers or something. Like that. <laughs> no, she's kind of like that. She's got a very strong presence. Yeah. Yeah. And she knows, and she knows a lot of people. Like she's one of the, she does. the biggest hustlers I've yeah. ever met. Like just <laughs> always, is. you know, um, so yeah. they're like she a drug dealer. Damn. But in a sense, like I, I think, because you're, are you an actor as well? Or? Actor, screenwriter. Okay. Like like you, uh, I started screenwriting because moved back to Atlanta from college. Couldn't find any any roles that I liked or mm -hmm. or felt like I wasn't you know being a criminal or a thug. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I just started writing yeah. myself. And okay. So yeah, absolutely. Turns um, out I'm not bad at it. So if you need a writer as well, <laughs> let me know. Hey. Yeah, because I mean, we do work with guys. We should say that, but yes, really? yeah, they like the, you like throw shit at them. Like, go get me some more water. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cool. Um, I really like the idea of what we're doing because it is just pulling from all of our local talent and making them well known and giving them a place to um, grow along with us. And it's making everybody strong in every category. I mean, you know. They were, you know, Sailor and Tati and Amanda, they're all actors. And I have no idea what to do at all with acting. But you've done aside it. Aside from you were, you some did, musical theater. But yeah. you were in a sketch. You, yeah, you were, I, yeah I've been in a couple sketches. Acting. And um, and I'm, I'm real green, for sure. But it is cool that I get that experience, too. And then, you know, also being presented with the opportunity to say, you know, hey, write a script. If you got a good idea, write a script. Or if you want to direct this next one, like... I'll show you how. And it's just like, oh, okay, cool. So we're getting to learn every aspect. And we all want to be strong in every category so that we can just kind of jump into anything. Yeah, so that's, that's a that's a really cool thing about Fine Channel. I think that's what sets us apart from other sketch groups. Mm. Yeah, so I um, actually watched uh, as many videos of you guys as I could. The bathroom one was funny as hell. <laughs> <laughs> so the, uh, you know, that was actually the first one ever. Really? Yes. Um, that was Tatiana's sketch. Yes. From, I remember, because it was shortly after she got in contact with me, and mm -hmm. she's like, hey, I have this idea. And then everybody who was in that film, or the, the sketch, um, just friends, you know, we know that were available and we had like a 5 a.m. call. Oh, like we yes. all were like, okay, we're doing this. We all have jobs to do later mm -hmm. today, but everybody was there and, um, and energy was high too. Yeah. For it was that early. Wow. To, to be able to do it. So, um, yeah. And then I thought the end result, uh, yeah, I was really happy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So wait, is the woman's bathroom really like that? 
Hey, we got. Because I'm gonna be honest. I mean, his bathroom is not remotely. It's disgusting. Maybe not all at once, but I have seen some women do some crazy stuff in some bathrooms. Like bake cookies. <laughs> I hey. haven't seen an oven in a bathroom yet, but I, I'm sure if there was, somebody would bake in there. Yeah. So are your sketches more female centric, or or is it more? It can be broader as far as like the comedy things like that. To me, I feel like it could be broader. And mm-hmm. we, we were, like, talking on the way over here about different ideas we have. And I was thinking about it this morning, too, because um, I'm new to writing myself. Mm. I've always been fascinated by it but never really pushed to do it. So be, being involved with, in this group is fun for me in that aspect. But um, I feel like if you go into something trying to say something, it becomes harder. And I feel like if you're just entertaining an idea that, makes you smile or that makes you laugh I think I, to me I think that's a little bit the I don't want to say the only approach but like in that approach sometimes you might end up saying something but, but I, I think a much at the more end organic of the, approach to it yeah and I but I think at the end of the day it should just amuse you I think and that's what I've heard from any comedian interviewed ever it's just they're doing stuff or talking about stuff that is funny to them Mm-hmm. Or struck them as funny, right. you know. And it catches its own audience. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, I got what you said. You're not trying to throw yourself out there to get a certain type of type of demo. Mm-hmm. You're just letting them come to you. Yeah. So, um, what's the writing process you normally like? Hmm. I don't know if, if there is one sole process because you know sometimes really you can do different things. Um, I think that's it, it's part of the chaos, but it's also part of the beauty of mm. us as a group is that it's just kind of like. We have like a, you know, we use like Google Drive. And so we've got like a shared folder that we use and people just kind of put scripts in there and we read over them together. And, you know, if we're like, all right, that one's next, that's kind of how it goes. Um, So everybody contributes. Hmm. So there's not really like a solid process, but we do try to keep some order to it and say, okay, let's do this one because this would be really funny. And then we'll do this one. Or sometimes it's just based on shooting time. Um, Mm -hmm. Like the bathroom scratch was the first one because it was short. (laughs) <laughs> it was going to be easy. It was like, all right, we're going to do this. We're just going to get a bunch of girls in the bathroom, do some silly stuff. We actually thought it was going to be done a lot sooner than it was. Um, yeah, but that was our happens. first, you know, that was our, our, that was a learning experience of us realizing, mm-hmm. okay, even something that only takes 30 seconds can take six hours to, you know, really see it out. Um, I mean, we had a whole different, um, like, the was it the, the shot list? Um, like what? was completely changed by the end of that sketch, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. The idea, because and, and you know originally we didn't know if we'd use like a a women's like a public women's bathroom or if mm-hmm. this would just be in somebody's apartment. Yeah. And then it was, and right. I don't know. I think we had a meeting and it was more like a creative meeting. I think it just kind of came. Hey, what if it's a women like a public women's bathroom? And then it's like, oh yeah, we'd have all this mm-hmm. space. And so it just kind of built from there from what I remember yeah just kind of kept building and then even on the day of the shoot it was like okay we thought we were going to do it this way but then by the time we saw that on camera it was like nope that shot doesn't work so um a lot of the process is just us kind of playing with it and figuring it out as we go yeah yeah so you guys are like brutally honest on, on the google drives and all that when somebody sends something you'll be like get that shit out of here what are you doing <laughs> just, hitting the well, just hit the trash can that's usually not in the in there we also keep like a thread and then we use we have meetings as well and mm-hmm. usually during those meetings you can kind of tell because i mean there's four of us usually oh. um at those meetings so if we're all there then somebody will be like i think we should do this and if two or more people say no then 
And it's kind of like that idea gets shot down. Oh, okay. But yeah, we're we're pretty nice to each other though. Yeah. I don't think we're being like, no, fuck that idea. Like. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think so because like even there, you know, it. Yeah, it's. I mean, but if something doesn't work. You know, it's like, well, I don't think it's going to work because, <laughs> it's you gonna know, be a hard it's, pass. <laughs> it's, you know, because, um, yeah, we're, but I think f- from, you know, to me, it just seems like something gets thrown out there and just kind of gets built and shaped and, re- you know, mm-hmm. then it be- kind of mm-hmm. becomes what it is, you know. Do you feel like there's like a limit to like how far of a sketch you would take it? As far as like, no, that's a little too risque for us. Or you like, we, just... did, we did have one that um, I, I think some of my little one-liners may have been super offensive. Uh, when we were thinking about doing that workout sketch. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, and we were, it was basically, it was going to be a German instructor. Um, and so oh. a lot of the puns were not going to be very nice. <laughs> I don't even know if we're still going to use it, so yeah. I don't even want to give any of the lines away if it ever happens. But... Uh, well, now I got it, it, it would be it would be offensive. Um, some of the lines were pretty offensive, I guess. To you know, just to Jewish culture and oh, life. Oh, yeah. You so it was just you don't want to go too hard sometimes. Um, it was funny in my mind, and then out loud once it was said, it was like maybe, maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's a little Let's Walt Disney-ish. <laughs> Yeah, cause I think at the end of the day, like, the comedy that's been coming out is more silly. Like, it's yeah. and just silly. It's nothing political or um, trying to be offensive, really. It's just silly, absurd. Yeah. Less, <laughs> less anti-Semitic. Okay. Yeah. Right. We want, yes. the, like, just the good gut chuckles is what we want. Like, just stuff that you're, you, you've seen probably every day that you don't really talk to anybody about or notice and then when you see it in a sketch you're like oh my god that's funny so that's kind of more i think what we're going for so how did the uh the icy protein shake sketch come about or however you pronounce it because now i don't even know how to do it i looked that up there's a video on youtube actually it's got like several well, I don't think it's got a million views. It's got several thousand views. Though. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Asai, how did that come up? Oh, that was Tatiana's sketch. Yeah, she, she ha- wrote that she one. She had written that one. And um, I think that that was inspired by something that really happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, and... Um, I'm going to be honest with you. I see that on menus all the time. Never order it because I don't think I know how to pronounce it. Had I not worked at Smoothie King, I don't think I would have known it um, either. I always thought it was Acacia. But see, Acacia. Yeah, that's how I would say. Sounds it. like a really ghetto ass name, but I like it. <laughs> Acacia. Acacia. Bring your ass over here. <laughs> so, how long does it take about to to write and shoot a sketch? Well, we've been working. We got together in January, and pretty much through the spring, we're kicking around ideas and shooting stuff. And so we're. It's not like it. There's a one set time if that makes sense like, yeah we um, were i mean all four of us were kind of working around work mm-hmm. and and outside one. things i mean with with amanda sailor and tati all being working actors you know they've got other gigs mm-hmm. so um you know we have to work around those schedules i'm a musician sometimes i'd have other things going on as well um, and then we'd all come together and be like, all right, this Saturday we want to shoot. So that means the Wednesday before we need to meet, we need to talk about it. We need to plan it. 
invite this person, get a DP, da da da, and it would just kind of happen that way. Um, so we tried to do stuff like once or twice a month during the spring, to and then we were like meeting every Wednesday, um, and then we knew that we wanted to release around midsummer, and so um, July Fourth was when our first sketch went out, and then we've kind of assumed that like every other Friday we'll release something else. So um, bathroom sketch came out uh, Friday before this past, and. and I think the next Friday we're going to put something else out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dopeness. I'll definitely be watching that. Yeah. So let me ask you both of this. So what are some of the biggest comedic influences for you guys, for like the sketches, or just, just in general to, to act and write? I really have always enjoyed Key and Pill and Portlandia yes. and Portlandia. Amy Schumer, Inside Amy Schumer. Yeah? You're an Amy Schumer fan? Uh, yeah. I'm not I, a big fan of hers. I'm not going to lie. She's raunchy, but I love her. Yeah, her know. stand-up, but her. have you ever watched her sketch show? Inside? Yeah, her sketch show is a lot better. I, I, that's it? where I became a fan, because mm-hmm. I can't say before the show, I, I can't say I was really familiar with her stand-up. But the sketch, and being a female comedian, like a very powerful female comedian right now, I think Amy Schumer is at the top of the list. Some of the things um, she's she's said, like uh, she did the the Twelve Angry Men sketch with. Mm-hmm. Did you see that one? Yes. Um, yeah, that was great. I mean, wait, what? She what redid Twelve Angry Men as a sketch? Well, kind of. It was based it's, on that. Yeah, it was um, like based on that, and then her own weird, her Amy Schumerness mm-hmm. was in there. I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> yeah, but she, I think, um, yeah, so I would, I, I really enjoy the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. the sketch show it, uh, is a lot better uh, than her stand-up. I think her stand-up is kind of definitely, like, you have to like her if you watch um, her stand-up. Mm-hmm. Uh, because her stand-up can, can kind of be very cutthroat. She's, she's definitely a person that likes to just, like, punch you in the throat and then see what happens. <laughs> and so, <laughs> kind of like a Chelsea Handler where you're just like, oh, ooh! <laughs> oh, that was that was, that was not cute. That wasn't good. So, um, she yeah she goes for it. Um, for me, I think though, comedic inspirations. Oh my god, uh, mine is more through music. I have pretty much most of my life been compared to Jack Black. Um, my, <laughs> my niece calls me Jack Black. Um, I don't so, think your niece likes you that much. <laughs> she loves me. She knows I love Jack Black. Oh, uh, okay. You're big yeah. Jack Black fan. Oh, I'm obsessed. I was pretty sure I was going to marry the dude when I was like 17. Um, <laughs> I was so sure. And then when he got a wife, I was like, I do not think so. Um, and everybody's like, that dude's just not it's not that attractive, Candace. And I'm like, I love him. I, I don't. Makes me laugh. What can I say? I just, he makes I me laugh. No one else. He's, he's disgusting and retarded and I love him what the, um, what the hell kind of men do you like <laughs> just him just only Jack Black <laughs> only Jack he's, he's that he's that exception right <laughs> yes <laughs> no um, but yeah I like him he inspires me honestly it's really not so much just that he's funny he's actually really talented um, he's an amazing singer and musician and then um, and I like that he chose to be who he is which is just silly and for the longest time when I was starting out in music, I was trying to write all this serious stuff and it was always like really depressing stuff because I was always writing songs when I was going through a hard time. And then I was like, man, all my songs are just like sad. Sounds like then, a Mary J. Blas album. Right, <laughs> pretty much. What's like those Adele. teenage years? You know, <laughs> yeah. that's also... It's like teen... Well, I don't know. Some of that was only just like five years ago. And so, <laughs> <laughs> Some of this shit was like three weeks ago. I, I mean... Like, <laughs> I was just writing this like two weeks ago. Um, <laughs> but then it kind of grew into just wanting to share with friends and family. I would write something really silly. 
um, and I would share it on Facebook, and that would be the thing that people would request when I play a live show. And I'd be like, really? Like, I wrote all these serious songs, and people would be like, hey, play that song about peanut butter and jelly. And I'd be like, really? Mom? Thanks. Thanks, Mom. Now I have to play it. Um, <laughs> Holy shit. So I have to cut you off. Wait, do you watch Insecure? You watch Insecure? I love it. Yeah, you I need to it? catch up. It. It's it's great. I Isn't think it? you will, like, because she's, her character, she does make, like, songs and things like that where it's a little, like... Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it's great. Issa Rae. Yeah, Issa Rae's Issa Rae? amazing. Okay. Yeah. I don't know that. But she had, and she had a webisode or web. She had a whole web series, Awkward Black Girl, mm-hmm. which then got turned into the show Insecure okay. on HBO. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, yeah. and music, dope music is on there as well. I wish just naming the shit out of it during the episodes. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Do you? I don't know if I have to. Do you like Garfunkel and Oates? Yes, I love and mainly yeah. of the the pair, uh, Kate Micucci. That's my other comedic inspiration. I love her. Her and her ukulele. She started out, I think, on Scrubs, like just kind of playing her ukulele on Scrubs, and um, and then started doing more and more shows. And I think probably one of my favorite things about her was her going on a tour, and because her last name is Micucci. She did, she called the t- tour playing with Makuchi. <laughs> and I was I like, that's that. my kind of person right there. <laughs> I just think, because when I think of like female uh, comedian musicians, they're, they're like the first pair, kind of like Flight of the Concords. Yeah, you know? like that's Flight a of the musical Concords. duo. Mm-hmm. And then to me, Garfunkel Notes are very similar, but all female. But, mm-hmm. And they do some pretty funny videos too. Yeah, they that, do some really yeah. funny stuff. They had yeah. a show at one point too that just it, it fell flat, but they were really. Oh, they funny. did. They, I, I, yeah. There I was like one them. season of it on Netflix. That's right. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Well, they really gave them a good shot. <laughs> <laughs> but there's just so much out there too. I feel like. Do you feel like it's oversaturated like now, especially with like a comedy, like group and things like that? Hmm. I think that, I think that stuff gets one promoted wrong. And two, I think people try to go outside of what works for them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, you know, like Garfunkel and Oates, they are a funny comedy duo, especially just playing live shows. That's similar to me with my music. I have just learned about myself that I'm just great live. I'm not great recorded. I'm probably not, you're not going to probably like put on a song about peanut butter and jelly in your car and like rock out to it on your way to work. But live. Don't threaten me with a good time. I'm just saying. <laughs> you don't know. But, um, but live, that probably would be, it might make your, your night because you, you'd just be laughing and having a good time all night. And then you'd be like, man, I mean, that's usually what happens after a lot of my live shows. People are like, you are so funny. And then those people disappear again until I do another live show. So I'll see you um, in a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So I think it's just it's better as a live act, and they were better as a live act. And I think if you stay where it works for you, where you've got an audience, instead of trying to make an audience everywhere, then yeah, like I think it's just where yeah. you choose to be. Because there's so many brands of humor and so mm-hmm. many different, you know, people. It's the spectrum of you know what people find funny is huge right. so um yeah. so yeah i don't and i think people are always looking for something to make them laugh true you know, and the more stuff you can find mm-hmm. but at the yeah. same time would you want to just be confined in like that one box that people put you in or would you want like growth to to, to kind of push it maybe not too far but mm-hmm. maybe push it a little here and there um i think i would i mean we obviously want growth always but 
um, I think we would probably stay again what where it works. Like if if our sketches worked great for Funny or Die and then for eventually for Comedy Central, that would be great. But then if somebody tried to turn it into like a regular TV show on like Fox or something, mm-hmm. that might oh, not yeah. be great. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. Blackish. Like Blackish is one of those shows to me that I think would have been funny if it was just kept being like a sketch. Really? That you saw every now and then as mm-hmm. opposed to a regular TV show. Yeah, the show, it, it gets boring after a while. It gets repetitive. It's like, oh, yeah, that joke again about yeah. color. That's <laughs> I got funny. You. Heard it a hundred times. Yeah, Hitting that so. race card one more time yeah. for you, buddy. So it gets old sometimes. Yeah. Well, I think um, in spe- like Atlanta, I'm, I'm excited to see Atlanta's the second awesome. season because oh he kind of went out of the box. And yeah. it, within the season, like, you think the show... You know, this, these episodes are like this, and all of a sudden you have this very random episode, but it still worked for me. As, I yeah. mean, I watched every oh, yeah. episode, you mm-hmm. know, and and I'm a huge fan of the show. So um, I think, you know, like, he sh- he was able to do it. Donald yeah. Glover was able to do it. I've done that, that a long time. Yeah, yeah, I love that he was able to accurately depict Atlanta, but mm-hmm. also give it a slightly surreal kind of approach yeah, to it. Yeah, it was yes. surreal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> very surreal. And sometimes very raw and a mm-hmm. uh, little little disturbing, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, like the jail episode. Little, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> which, wow. Which, yeah. if you've ever been to jail, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of it was very real. But he did a, yeah, he did a great job. I was so excited when they won, like... Oh man, they mm-hmm. just did a great job with Had everything. The Golden Globes and all that. Yeah, and then like, um, just even the momentum of that dude in general. Like, that's a person where I think he's figured out his niches. Like, you know, he's got a show like Atlanta, and then he, you know, he's done stand up yeah. comedy, and then his the music in the Y. Yeah, yeah. Han Solo, like his acting. Um, even just that little small role that he played as like an astrophysicist or whatever that was in uh, the, the Martian. Martian. Yeah, it was just like that was brilliant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, wow. also it was really nice to see you know for me black nerds like just represented because <laughs> I am a nerd and a lot of times we are you know we're portrayed we're, as like something we're very undervalued as a yeah people. we're undervalued <laughs> sometimes nerds. we really should unionize and rise up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're doing that. Are we already doing that? I heard Dave and Alan Greer talk about that. I think with Terry Gross, he blurs, or is what he said. <laughs> but it was oh, great. We might have to rethink that name. But <laughs> that's what. Anyway. Um, so do you guys, um, when you are shooting, are you guys able to like ad lib and improv some things here and there, like on the fly, or is it more like you stick to the script? Because there's certain directors and certain writers and things like that who are very. Uh, Anal retentive about that? Yeah, I I don't feel we are. I I don't think so. I think Mm-mm. ours is more uh, seeing if it works, and so however way it's written, we try to stay to that. But then once we're actually you know shooting or you know whatever, they'll usually see like okay that line doesn't work or say this faster or cut that completely. So we it's kind of like we were saying before like even with the shots, it's just as we go. Um, we'll learn where we need to lose a line or add a line. And, um, like, even for the Asai sketch, because um, yeah, I was a... I was going to do some subtitles for it, and coding subtitles, woof, man, that's a job. Um, but you so, can do it now. <laughs> yeah, I can do it. But I, I was going to code it based on the script, and then I realized that the yeah, actual sketch to... was different from the script. So uh, yeah, I was like, and, oh, okay. And unfortunately, that was technical issues. It's like um, we had a little bit at the end, and in editing, it was like, okay, Really, well, one the light we had a lot of lighting issues and yeah. it just it just didn't look good. And then also the joke didn't really land like mm. we thought. 
um, in that little pit piece. But um, but he was really great. The guy who came out and did that was um, really great to come play. <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where like uh, your project is different from like it's different from when you write it, when you shoot it, and when you're editing it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's not the same project. Yeah, it's yeah. always different every time. And that's what I'm learning, and what I've, I've enjoyed about doing this is, yeah, because uh, the actor, you have, as, as an actor, you have, like, these worries and concerns, but then to see the whole process, mm -hmm. it's like, oh. It's like, you stressed out about this, we got this, we got this, yep. this, this, and this mm -hmm. that we got to worry about, so. Yep. So, <clears throat> what is the overall plan for Fine China? Like, you, right now you're on the internet, I know you said maybe possibility of crossing over, so, like, what what platform would you guys even want to be on if you guys had your ideal choice, like a Netflix or an Amazon, Comedy Central maybe? I personally think that we would do great on like being kind of almost like Drunk History started, just like kind yeah, of hanging it. out, doing a small series on Funny or Die and then mm -hmm. going to Comedy Central, doing something like that. I think we could do that. <clears throat> yeah, I, I think, you know, definitely staying in, in video, like... Um, I love performing live, but mm -hmm. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if we. I, I don't know if like doing live shows is something I've really thought about with this. Um, well, I did a lot have of our a friend. Stuff would have too many set changes and angles, and yeah, I think it'd be hard to do live. Because I've seen sketch live, and it's fun. Mm -hmm. It's fun, but yeah, it's definitely. Well, Broad City does live though, don't they? So Abby and Alana? Yeah, I think they they'll I think they they at least used to. I think back okay, when they were doing okay. improv in the web series, but I don't know if they do it anymore. Yeah, I don't know. That that's a good show. I've seen. I, I haven't seen it. Come back next month. I can't wait. Yeah, and I th I think you know what they did. You know the same. Um, they were not getting on house teams at uh, Upright Citizens Brigade, so they're like, mm -hmm. hey, let's write our own show. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and they it, did the web know. series, and mm -hmm. then I think Amy Poehler saw it, and mm -hmm. then gave mm -hmm. them the shot with the uh, Comedy Central. Yep. Damn, I gotta meet more famous people. Um, <laughs> we just need to know Tina Fey or Amy Poehler, and then we'll be good. <laughs> Somebody. <laughs> so, um, what's the importance of starting out on the internet then? The viewership, As, I really? think. Just yes. you're you're able to reach so many more people than you could promoting a live show. Yes. Well, because you know, in a live show, you're limited by the theater space and how many tickets you can sell. But, I mean, in this. I think this is a golden age of internet, you know, like the access to it now and everything, like, you know, you can reach a thousand people like that. Mm. Not only that, but um, just a lot of, a lot more people are taking up doing writing, comedy, acting, etc. more independently mm -hmm. and they get more independent support online. Crowdfunding is a big deal. Um, for instance, Patreon. Um, which we just started our Patreon as well for Fine China. But um, if you've never heard of Patreon, Patreon is basically like an ongoing Kickstarter. Mm -hmm. So like per project, people can say like, yeah, you know, every time you post a video, I'll give you $5. Or they can just tap out at like, I want to give you guys $20 a month. And sometimes I think it's, it's nice to have that platform because sometimes people don't necessarily want to see your show or give you, you know, they don't want to buy your CD, but they like you enough to want to support you. So it kind of just opens it up for you to get, you know, support and money from anybody that just cares about supporting you as opposed to needing to be at your show. Like I have tons of friends and family that can't make it to my shows or can't be at shows, but they would like to financially support. So um, using platforms like that, the internet is just great for. Girl, that was a good plug. What you got, media training? <laughs> 
Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually, as soon as you said the internet, I was like, Patreon. Yes. <laughs> yep. I've got to put funny. Patreon in there. Which, yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah, before way, I met you, I didn't know much about it. I heard it. Now that I'm mm-hmm. aware of what it is, it's like, oh, that's what that is. Oh. Honestly, I wouldn't know. And this is the other cool thing about the internet. I wouldn't have known about Patreon if it wasn't for accidentally finding stuff on YouTube. That's one of the cool things about YouTube. Um, I every now and then would post some videos on YouTube, but I got really weird about it just because people just say really mean stuff uh, for no oh, reason yeah. when you, you post stuff. You, you ventured in the comment section? Yeah. Why? Well, I mean, on your own videos. That's what I mean. So, Even worse. <laughs> yeah, well, I yeah, I was always fearful of that because it would just be on people that I thought were amazing, and it wouldn't. I wouldn't have to go that far down. It would be like the first or second comment, and you would just see, like, you're gay. Or, oops, I just unplugged something. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, they would say things like, oh, you're gay or, you know, your teeth, you have a gap in your teeth mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is. And it would just be like the first or second comment. And I'm like, really? You missed that entire song and came here just to say that one really rude thing that does not matter. Like, at you know, it's fucked up is the <laughs> fact that they had to pause that. And then scroll all the way down real yeah. quick. And then it probably resumed the video, too. Probably <laughs> did. Probably did. Probably so. And uh, one of my favorite musicians on there, her name is Julia Nunes. Um, she literally went viral uh, out of nowhere just by posting a video. She's trying to sing a happy birthday song to her friend. And she did Build Me Up Buttercup in kind of like a cool way that nobody had done uh, back then in like 2008. <laughs> and, uh, Old school jazz style? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. It, she, just, she just made a simple video. It was terrible quality, uh, but it looked like she was just singing and playing ukulele by herself. And all of her friends were like kind of laying down on her bed and hidden out of the view of the camera. And then right when the chorus came, they all sat up and it was like 20 people in view (laughs) of the camera. And everybody was like, whoa, this is really cool. So um, I started following her. And at the end of one of her videos, she played a song by this group called Pomplamoose. And Pomplamoose are the creators of Patreon. And so I just started kind of following all these musicians. I was like, oh, I like Julia. Oh, I like Pomplamoose. And then Pomplamoose was like, follow us on Patreon. Hey, by the way, you can use this to make music if you're an artist. And I was like, that's cool. So that's another good reason why the internet's so cool. You can just kind of find stuff, find little gems that you wouldn't even know about had you not just been clicking on stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's dope. It's it's good exposure, but to me also there's that worry of, it's so oversaturated with people trying to do the similar thing that I don't I don't think you being able to reach out to as many people is going to be like that a lot easier of a thing you know mm. what I'm saying as opposed to going maybe like a studio route or something like that. I see. Yeah. I think um, I think one of the really cool things that I learned um, from Amanda Palmer, who's another musician. Um, She's been doing music for I don't know how many years, like at least 20 years. And um, when she started out, she was it was just like her and a piano. And then she joined up with this guy who did drums and they started uh, the Dresden Dolls. And they got signed to a record label. And um, after, I guess, their first album, they only sold like 25,000 copies. And so the label dropped them because they were like... You need recoup your investment. Yeah, yep. it's just like, that's only 25,000 copies. It's not great. And she thought that was great. So, um, label dropped them and they started doing their music independently and, um, they started doing crowdfunding and when she start did a Kickstarter to like fund her next album, she ended up making like 
$1.6 million. God damn. Something like that. And when she looked at how many people backed it, it was 25,000 people. And so she was like, you know, it doesn't really matter like how big your fan base is. It's for her. It was more connecting with her audience. Um, she's like one of those people that will like, you know, right out of the shower and, and like her bra and like shorts will just like play a song on ukulele in her bed and like share it with her fans. And, um, and she's just always constantly on every platform on the internet, making sure she talks to her fans, shares her personal life with her fans, shares her music. Everybody's involved in her life and her process. And that's, where her 25,000 fans are, those people would pay $8,000 for a vinyl just because how much they love her and how close they are to her. So yeah, the internet I think is definitely very saturated with so many people creating, but if you are reaching your specific audience, that can still completely support your entire career based on what kind of product you're giving. Hell, that's what Prince did for years. Exactly. Exactly. It's not not over yet. But, um... Uh, I don't... I'm not over 2016 at all. Like that entire year just, just hacked and slashed all these yeah. damn same like David Bowie and yeah. Alan Rickman. Yeah, the beginning yeah. of this year and all of last year just sucked. So many people gone. Yeah, so let's change the subject to something more positive. <laughs> <laughs> so, so with the fact that you guys are pushing on the internet and that that's the way you started, do you do you think you'll be able to actually gain a lot more traction? As opposed to if you guys got together, approached studios, tried to do the pitches and all that. Hmm. You know, honestly, I I haven't thought of that. Just the the pressure of that, I guess. Because in a way, I I think that would dampen the for me the creativity. Like mm. all that pressure of I have to impress this studio. Whereas, I just I really just enjoy kind of the freedom, the creative freedom. Yeah, the freedom mm-hmm. just to hang out with my friends, basically in a sense. But at the same time, we have a goal of hey, we want to. We're gonna do the sketch or whatever, but mm-hmm. um, so yeah, that's why I've never really thought of that. Yeah, I haven't thought of that either. Um, oh, my bad for bringing this up. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. No, I, don't, I, I mean, don't know, it's like Tatiana Sailor, like if I mean, I don't know if they have different ideas about. It. I don't, I don't know, but for the most part, I I get more enjoyment and feel more creative just mm. being yeah. independently creative. About yeah, it. Mm-hmm. absolutely, and just getting it out there. And it's kind of funny. Like I was, I did this little, um, it was like an indie in Alabama, and um, there, there were some Atlanta people on set, and they're like, wait, I've seen, oh, fine, fine China. Like, they knew, you know, I was like, yeah, yeah, because they, being in the Atlanta film community, have, you know, it's been circulated or whatever. So mm-hmm. I was like, okay. Yeah, that's one of the beauties about Atlanta. It's like, it's a big city, but at the same time, if you're in a specific type of thing, like entertainment, it's a small, small group, more yeah. or less. So wait, what what are some of the ways that you guys do get like your videos out there so people can watch them and things like that? Like, what's the marketing strategy? Um, I think we're just all figuring that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because um, <laughs> me and Amanda are are the older half of the group, um, and a I'm little an bit old millennial. I'm not. I don't even know if I'm in that millennial cusp. Apparently, to be honest with you. I oh, am. Me too. You're in that weird awkward. I'm in the like, weird awkward. Ugh. Yeah, I was born in '81, and so they're just like, mm-hmm. you're a millennial, and I'm like, really though, like. I yeah. I don't. I, just, I don't listen to Little Yachty. I don't know. I don't even know that. See? What I still don't know what a Little Yachty is. To be honest with you, I just heard his He's name on a couple songs. He's gonna be at the Fox. Songs. I know that. See, oh, it's a he. You know more than me. You know more, no, yeah, you know more than both of us. I don't know. 
I don't know. Uh, that's funny. Yeah, no, I don't but, know. I don't know. I don't even understand the whole millennial, any of that crap. But um, yeah, we, and the, but the marketing though, and we were talking about it too, like, yeah, just, I'm figuring it out for sure. The whole um, social media um, technique and just look, but it's a powerful tool though. Really? I mean, just how powerful um, it can be to promote stuff and advertise stuff. I'm like, I'm like, I see why there are whole careers devoted to this. Yeah, it's no, like right. 24 seven. I know that first, uh, the first thing that we released, um, which was our, uh, Julian boat sketch. And, uh, I, I was the one to have to post that. And I was like, all right, cool. This is going to take me like five minutes. Just going to post it on Facebook real quick. And then I was like, oh yeah. And Instagram and Twitter and Patreon. And, (laughs) and so I start getting ready to post it. And it was just like, it took me like 15 minutes, like coming up with hashtags. I was like, hashtag women in comedy, hashtag this, hashtag that. At Sailor, at Tati, at Amanda, <laughs> at this person, at that person. Wait, who was our DP? Our DP was at this person. Post it. 30 minutes later, that was just Facebook. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to go on, in, uh, on Instagram. Instagram hashtag like, feminism. Hashtag hashtag. Exactly. I'm curious. How did you, did you just see us on Facebook or did you? I did. My boy Rashik, who actually we interviewed on the show on the oh, first episode. Rashik. I think he knows Tati. You know Rashik? Yeah. I don't personally, but I think Tati. Yeah, I don't you're know not, You're not missing much. He's an asshole. It's oh. all good. But uh, oh, no, 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 I'm just joking. I love that guy. He's coming back from New York, uh, I think in like a couple of weeks or whatever. So I got to okay. get him back Isn't on the show. Is he on some TV show right now? He's on something. Uh, he's on. He was on 24, and then he got killed off like a little bitch. And then. Oh. Uh-oh. I, I, know he, I know he booked something up in New York that I can't talk about. But, um. Okay. Yeah, that guy's, that guy's going places. He is. Cool. But, but he's um, Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, he's actor. Atlanta. Mm-hmm. He's okay, Atlanta actor. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I have like 25 mutual friends with that guy. And I don't know who he is. But I I know his name. Again, I you're not missing much. Time. It's all good. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Rashid. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a good guy. Also, he does headshots too. So, oh. if you guys ever need that, nice. <laughs> but um, oh man. So I got near the end, little little lightning round. Oh. You got to be honest about this one. SNL or in Living Color. Oh, why would you do that? And you took it old school. You didn't even like. You didn't, didn't even, even give me the TV. like Mad TV. Mm-mm. You were just nope. like. This or this. Oh, crap. I mean, both have produced so many good people. Yeah, it, it, but it was kind of like cycles. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like some casts were stronger than others, sure. honestly. And then like... Uh, Especially SNL. Because most of the time, SNL is really popping during like an election year. Yeah. And lately, they've, they've been on point yeah, been with uh, yeah, stuff Yeah, I'll say lately. SNL. I mean, honestly, I'll say SNL mostly because... I didn't obviously start seeing that until I was like my senior year of high school um, in theater. All the theater kids, we'd like have parties and we'd get together and we'd like watch SNL together. And that was us like trying to claim some adulthood because we weren't <laughs> supposed to be staying up that late and watching that. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's kind of the, that was the beginning of me understanding like, you know, shows and comedy and sketch like that. And so um, I'd have to say that I knew some in living color from being younger, but I mean, I couldn't quote back half of that stuff to you if I hadn't recently watched it again. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Like, I knew, I mean, I, I always knew that 
and Z Formation. Yeah. Like that, that's the only thing I knew when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Like people films. would, yes. The very stereotypically gay. Exactly. Gay the movies. very. St- and then like Jim Carrey is a chicken, which yeah. nobody seems to remember except for me. But or Fire Marshal Bill. Or Fire Marshal Bill. Exactly. Yes. Or Jamie Foxx is Wanda. Yeah. Yes. Wanda. Like, yep. Oh. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Oh my god, on that dating show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just remember that sketch. So yes. wait, since y'all picked SNL, what's like what's y'all like cast that y'all like I love? Like for me personally, it's like the Eddie Murphy years with like him and oh, Joe Piscopo. Right. Where it's like the Gumby and like the James Brown hot tub and all that. Okay. Yeah. I really like Kate McKinnon right yeah. now. Yeah. Like um that sketch they recently did where she's killing Ann Conway. Oh, yeah. The, um, it was a take on uh, um, She's what, a that. Le- uh, oh my God, that famous movie. I'm blanking right now. With Glenn Close. Yes. Uh, Michael Douglas. Fuck. Fatal Attraction. Fatal Attraction. I was like, <laughs> did, did y'all see that sketch? Yes. Yeah. yeah I, did. I didn't see that one. It's it's pretty. She's good, Kellyanne Conway. She's brilliant. <laughs> she her timing is flawless. Like she has very good facial expressions, and her acting in the silence is enough. Like you you get the mm-hmm. joke without her even having to say stuff a lot of the times. Yeah, and I'm trying to, like, the other castmates right now, like, yeah, she just seems to go well with the cast, <laughs> you know? She does I a great Justin Bieber, um, too. <laughs> yeah, she does. <laughs> I haven't seen that. You ever seen those where it's, like, no. the the Calvin Klein commercials and all that, but he's, like, you're, she's, like, real shy and all that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. She probably watched him and thought it was Justin Bieber. That's maybe. Right. maybe. <laughs> you might have already oh, thought it that, was. Oh, that's who that was. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Uh, I like Kate McKinnon for sure, too. I definitely say, like, yeah, the Eddie Murphy, the Jane Curtin area, era, or, like, or definitely, like, right out of high school for me was, like, the whole Tina Fey, Jimmy Fallon, Amy Poehler crew. Tracy Morgan. And Tracy there. Morgan, yeah. The, basically the main stars that have come from that show and done a million different things um, in recent years. And, yeah, I love that entire crew. And I love getting to, like, kind of watch Jimmy Fallon grow as I grew mm-hmm. up. Like, that's kind of cool. Yeah, because he did not have a well film career. Um, so <laughs> I love Taxi with him and Queen Latifah. Are you kidding me? movie's hilarious. Are you serious? That movie's so stupid. I love it. <laughs> I love, I am a, I am one of those people though that likes really stupid stuff. Like the more ridiculous it is and where people are like, why would you sit down and waste your time? And I'm just like, I love it. It's my favorite. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to be honest with you. Uh, you lost me a taxi. So. What? <laughs> it's a good movie. I've never seen it. I'll give it, I'll give it a shot. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, it's a good movie. I own I mean, it. It's not, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. I, I, honestly, I would say if he as if we're talking about him in a movie, his best movie would be Fever Pitch with Drew Barrymore. That was probably the best acting he's done. Um, but just a silly, stupid storyline. I'm sorry. I just love Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> it's just dumb. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of questions about that movie. But no, so <laughs> there's probably wrap... a lot of questions about me. <laughs> also, yes. <laughs> so we're gonna wrap it up with the last question uh, from each of you. Top five dead or alive comedians. Wow. That's a lot of pressure, right? That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. Here, I'll give you mine while y'all think of yours. Dave Chappelle. Okay. Chris Rock. Louis C.K. Okay. I like Bill Burr. And then I have to go... Damn. Damn, you're right. This is hard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
Uh, Rich Pryor. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the specials. No, I wait. Sorry, I take that back. Patrice O'Neill. <laughs> <laughs> wow, this is yeah. Ouch. Uh, Mitch Hedberg is one of mine. I loved Mitch Hedberg. He's a pretty weird stoner dude. Never um, heard of him. Is he more like what? smaller? Yeah, I, I got to see him actually. It was one of his last shows. He's at the Stardome oh, Comedy I Club in Birmingham. And I remember I went. I, we were stone stupid. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so he he was too probably. But um, no, he, he actually, he pat, he, I think OD'd. Yeah, um, in shortly, 2005. Yeah, shortly yeah. after that. Yeah, Yeah, he was he was going a little nuts. But he, he's a great, you have to check out Mitch Hedberg. He's, you, I'm sure you've heard some of his jokes before. But uh, yeah, Mitch Hedberg is up there for me. Um, old, old Eddie Murphy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, why is this so hard? I really do love Amy Poehler. Like, she's just my favorite person. Um, Jen Kirkman, that girl is hilarious. She's not very well known right now, but she's she's going places. Uh, Jen Kirkman is pretty hilarious. And then, uh, who's my fifth? Maybe Donald Glover. That's one of mine. I was just thinking, like I do love Donald Glover. The, I really do. The weirdo. I probably have an obsession. Yeah, it was a great weirdo. Special. I, I that was one of my favorite specials I could watch anytime. Mm-hmm. So I'd have to say him. Um, Ali Wong. She Ali had a, Wong, a special so on. Well, she's pregnant. Yes, that was a really <laughs> good special. Um, who else? Uh, oh, Natasha Leggero. Ooh, yeah, she's I like really funny. Her, um, I haven't seen her in a minute. Where is she yeah. at? Where is she? She there was a show on uh, Comedy Central. It was some sort of weird period piece. Oh yeah. I, I say weird period piece. Um, it, and it has the the chick from Garfunkel and Oates in it. Okay. Um, I only saw it like one time, one episode. I don't, I can't remember the name of that show, but um. Natasha Leggero. I like Roy Woods Jr. He's a correspondent on The Daily Show now. And I remember I, really the only season I, I really followed through with um, Last Comic Standing was when he came in like third place. But he's from Birmingham. I'm from Birmingham. And it's just cool to see him mm-hmm. on that show. No, he's so, funny on The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great correspondent. And um, I have one more too, don't I? I can always think of like terrible like not terrible but just like mediocre like while i'm trying to think about my list of like favorites i'm like russell peters but i'm like he's not my favorite he's funny bill hicks was funny bill uh, hicks. tracy morgan tracy morgan yeah i mean yeah really the list can go on it's kind of it's kind john of a dis- mulaney is john mulaney yes john mulaney I like that's who you're talking about john mulaney's pretty he funny. has like the best law and order svu bit i've ever seen yes. <laughs> where's about iced tea that guy is hilarious and that uh, kind of, he's not that new, but newish guy. He's got a special on uh, Netflix right now. God, I can't think of his name. He's an Indian guy. Oh, Hassan Minaj? Hassan Minaj. Yes, that was Hassan great. Minaj. Yes, I saw Holy that. Holy crap. That was, I was really like, that good. Is my, that's my favorite new right there. Yeah, there's yeah, a lot of that was great. good newer comedians coming out, like Hassan mm-hmm. or even Gerard Carmichael. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know if you yeah. guys ever watched the Carmichael show, but that show is pretty hilarious. My mom keeps telling me. I, I don't know if I've seen an episode. I've heard him interviewed about that show, mm-hmm. and he and he has a special, I think, also on Netflix. Hmm. Um, yeah. 
I can't think of any more favorites right now. Yeah, but uh, th- honestly, Netflix is, I, I think they have great comedians there, and so if I just want to laugh, there's like tons of specials mm. there, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so do you derive more from like the comedic acting, or or is you more just just acting in general? You know, um, yeah, prob- I did a lot of children's theater. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's like my background, and you can't take yourself seriously doing that um, when you're dressed as a goat or something. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, like you're doing the three Billy Goats gruff or yeah, you know, whatever your children's story, but. Um, no, I, you know, I guess, and I, you know, I was doing it in college, and I, I was, I tended to get those serious roles, you know, but, um, I, I don't know, I, it's not like I prefer one over the other, I, you know, just, um, So, a gig's a gig, a gig yeah, is a gig. <laughs> a gig is a gig, but, um, you know, com- you know, like, what we're doing, I just, I have fun doing it, and, you know, and I, I like to laugh, and. I prefer uh, comedy, just because yeah. I think my um i'm more comfortable in that respect because i'm a pretty awkward person so having to be serious too long doesn't work for me but mm-hmm. yeah no i definitely yeah. like comedy all right great all right so it's um tell the people where they can find fine china at and also you guys as individual <laughs> social media plugs and all that um well you can find fine china comedy on facebook you can just type at fine china comedy um, same thing for Instagram and Patreon and Twitter and YouTube. I don't know about Funny or Die right now, but yeah, YouTube. God yeah. damn, there's a whole list. Yeah. And Tumblr and Pinterest. <laughs> yeah, pretty much everywhere. Um, and then me, Candace, uh, if you ever want to listen to any of my quirky songs, uh, my name is spelled C-A-N-D-A-S-S-E, like canned ass with an E at the end. Yeah. There's a special in there somewhere with that. Yes. And you can literally just type my name into Google and everything attached to that name is me because nobody else spells their name that way. No, I never met a Candace spelled that way. Yeah. Uh, my name is Amanda Maddox. You can find me on Facebook and Instagram. Instagram, the Amanda Maddox. The dot Amanda dot Maddox. Um, and then I think I'm just on Facebook. I'm, I'm a terrible social media friend. Like, I'm the most boring, personally, but... Um, Are you one of those that lurks but never likes? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like, I, well, I'm, lurk, man, that's... <laughs> I like to lurk. Lurk. Yeah, I do. I, I'll lurk, but I'll like. Um, it's also, it is a good way to get in touch with me, though, like messaging um, or to get in touch uh, with other people. Um, so, yeah. All right. Thank you so much, ladies, for coming (laughs) on. This has been Unapologetically Candid, and we out.